Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Does whatever. Spider-Man. Spins a whip. Any size. Catching thieves. Just like flies. Look out! Here comes the Spider-Man! Is he strong? Listen, but he's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look! Overhead paper! There goes the Spider-Man. In the seal of night. At the scene of a crime. Like in the street. Not like. He arrived! Just in time. Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Friendly in the neighborhood, Spider-Man. We go from his team. He's ignored. Action? Yes. Here's my lord. Damn. Life. Is it right? Big bam. Wherever there's a bang. You'll find the Spider-Man! Thank you for watching. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Bomb Arrow. A Spider-Man, a Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. This is episode 481 for November 2017. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. And that opening theme song included all six Spider-Men and uh, some various clips from other Marvel movies to recreate the 1960s Spider-Man theme song. So a uh, YouTube user by the name of Bomb Arrow did that, and I think he did a great job. If you want to see the uh, the video I put up on our message board uh, on the thread where we discuss this episode, we can give you two cents. Before we get to uh, this episode of Spider History, I want to thank... Uh, our Patreon members for supporting us each and every month, and I really used them this past month. Uh, they they really helped me out. We had a lot of expenses upgrading the uh, website and uh, our message board, and they made the bills hurt a little less. So uh, a couple shout-outs to Brian, Craig, Christopher, Andrew, John, Stephen, Michael, Frederico, Stuart, Ricky, Thomas, Michael, Daryl, Justin and Spider Gwen, thank you all for uh, supporting this show and making it possible each and every month. All right, we haven't done Spider History in a while, and JR is ready to go. Let's listen. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our November Spider History with JR. JR, we haven't done one of these in a couple months. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, you know, I guess uh, there something was wrong with the website or something like that. I don't know what it was. Somebody <laughs> wasn't paying the bills, or uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know what it is. But uh, you know, we all we all had a uh, you know we were all having a nice vacation, and then all of a sudden we started getting these harassing texts. You know, when do you want to do Spire history? When do you want to do Spire history? You know, it's like because oh, the okay. fans demand it. Jr. They love Spider history. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the the last time you said the fans demanded something, it was only Tyson, you know. So that was the uh, the uh, the the Saginaw, Michigan, the Febreze epidemic. Ah, thing. we uh, as you probably have heard in the past, we also stream video on YouTube as we record these. And so uh, we have a live chat of about 18 people watching us right now. And yes, are the fans, I'm talking to you YouTubers, do you not love spider history? In a moment, you will see the chat windows just blow up. with Because there is a delay. There's a little bit of delay. But, oh, uh, no. And CloverFan98, I'm a fan and I demand it. There you go. Oh, this is who okay. we're broadcasting for. All right. Well, I guess that justifies me being up at one o'clock in the morning, and uh, just for just for you, Clover fan ninety eight. Uh, us crotchety old spider fans love you, Jr. Logan. Well, I'm glad there's another. I'm glad there's more crotchety. Holy spider spider history is great. Hornacek, we love spider history. Bring on the props. <laughs> yeah. And we, yeah also, we also have a uh, Zach on the line. What's going on, Zach? You know, uh, George complains when I bring out props because my ADD kicks in and I get bored and things like that. But when JR brings out props, oh, suddenly it's the most hilarious thing ever, you know. Well, that's because but, uh, my props contribute to the story. Your, yours, you know, yours are just, oh, here's some random piece of shit, you know. And it's, <laughs> But see, Brad used to do that all the time, too, before we started live streaming. You know, when we were just yeah. recording these, you know, Brad would bring out, George and I would be talking and then Brad would bring out a lunchbox and he'd. You know, and then he'd bring out an action figure, and the action figures would dance. You know, and and and, and then George and I would just sit here and and, and marvel at uh, how you know how he no pun intended. I, I go away, uh, I come back. We're still doing action figure stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I just got done introducing Zach, and we also have George on the line for Spider History. What's going on, George? Oh, not much. Yeah, you know, I, I still keep that uh, Hulk Goblin just a troll JR. <laughs> so, JR, for Spider History, we're headed back to the year I was born, which is 1975. November 1975 was a milestone issue. I was but, about to um, say, well, that's because that was the year you were born, right? Yeah, there you go. Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man number 150 came out with a story called Spider-Man or Spider-Clone. I know. I tell you. You know, I, I wasn't uh, – when uh, Brad had uh, suggested this month, among others, I saw that – one of the stories was a repeat of a story we had done now a month we not a not a month we had done before but a story we had done before and i said oh i don't know i don't like to repeat myself but then i saw that it was amazing spider-man number 150 and i figured well you know i mean uh, this is sort of a fairly historic issue uh, not only was it uh, originally the uh, it was the end of a major storyline it was also apparently as retcon 20 years later, the beginning <laughs> point of yet another era, which, you know, of a, of a different Spider-Man who we didn't know at the time was a different Spider-Man. And that's why I figured that Zach would be on this one day because he'd probably have his two cents to say about this. Yeah. Um, I do. But, yeah, I mean, uh, make sure we have a Captain Xerox expert on here. <laughs> Captain <so>. Xerox. <laughs> but anyway, this By the is... Way, but, was this issue... Uh, double priced, or was it just a regular priced issue? It was a regular priced issue at twenty five yeah, cents. It wasn't big. It wasn't a big uh, issue. Anything nothing special. No, that's what that's what comics cost back then, Brad. I know you don't usually... remember because you were still fetal. <laughs> I was crapping my diaper. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, no, no, actually, I'm at the age that I'm doing that now. So well, anyway. there you go. So one fifty. That's got a cool cover on it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, it's um, back back when there were actually word balloons on covers and back when the covers actually uh, illustrated part of the story rather than just some kind of generic poster piece. Yeah. So So take me through it. We've got uh, this one written by Archie Goodwin and Gil Kane. Yeah. Yeah. The legendary Gil Kane was the artist on this one. But anyway, this starts out with Peter Parker uh, having just – you know, finally celebrating the loss of his virginity, okay? Because, as you know, as you know, boys and girls, uh, Peter and Gwen never had sex because JMS said they didn't, okay, in, oh, in sins past. So, so a lot of Spider fans, for, for a fairly good reason, settled on issue number 149, after the clone saga, the first clone saga was over, and after the Gwen clone uh, went off to parts unknown to become Joyce Delaney turned into Gwen, then actually to be turned back into the Gwen clone again, and then to disappear for a while again. And then didn't she come back at an old hag or something in Spider Island or something? But uh, I, yeah. I got I got uh, lost. No, no. She was killed by, by a uh, version a gun, of the carrion virus. Yeah. Right. Okay, okay, but this is not the Stupid. this is not the same Gwen that showed up in this uh, bring him back from the dead thing, right? What the, that slot no, did? No. Okay, okay, okay. But anyway, so anyway, so Peter, of course, is really bummed out because Gwen clone left to parts unknown or whatever, and you know he go opens his door and there's Mary Jane standing there. You know, now whether I, I didn't know that she already had a key to his room or whether she was an expert locksmith or something like that, but there she is standing there. He says, I'm glad to see you. She said, Are you sure? And he said, Well, let me show you, honey. And the door shuts. And so that so a lot of a lot of Spider Man fans have picked that moment as when was Peter lost his virginity. Uh, lost his virginity okay <laughs> so so anyway so now peter is standing around you know thinking man you know an hour well anyway here's how here's what it officially says it officially starts out by saying one hour ago it was all right mary jane was here and peter parker could lose himself in her in their closeness in their mutual need which Ooh. sounds pretty pretty hot to me Ooh. so peter so Peter's saying, man, I just got laid for the first time in my life. So why am I so depressed? You know, I mean, I should be, I should still be saluting the flag, you know? And, oh my uh, God. <laughs> you know? 
but I'm just depressed. And then he's thinking, you know what? I don't know if that my 12 inch Scarlet Spider oh, is geez. is the real 12 inch Scarlet Spider, or if it's the clone. 12 inch scarlet spider attached to a clone me because I mean, you know, I mean, I was fighting myself and all that kind of other crazy shit and shake stadium blew up or whatever. And then Mary Jane and I, you know, hooked up and, Oh, I, I'm so I'm confused. So the only thing, the only thing to do in this uh, poiscoidal rapture that I'm in is to <laughs> go out and web slip and, and as I'm as a Spider-Man as well, well he doesn't he doesn't smoke, so he's got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> After That's you just true. took a giant giant drag, uh, a giant what? Drag. Oh, okay. I I thought you said something else or whatever. I thought I thought you I thought you you said something else that used to be known as a name for a cigarette, but then became a um, oh. uh, uh, a um, discouraging well, look, look term. At look at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> that escalated. Anyway. Anyway, okay, so so Spider-Man, you know, anyway, there's this mysterious figure that says, aha, I've been following Spider-Man all over the city, or I've been looking around for him, and now I find him. Aha, I'm going to have my revenge. <laughs> anyway, so Spider-Man decides, well, you know, I, I got to go to somebody who knows what, you know, who can tell me if I'm the real deal or not. So he goes to Kurt Connor's lab, and he spills his guts. And Connor says, well, okay, well, let's, you know, we'll see if you're the fake or the real, uh, and uh, we'll run some tests. And so they do it. They run all these tests and Connor says, Oh, you better lay here on the couch, whatever to rest for a while. And, uh, I'll give you the results in a few hours. Well, you know, so Spider-Man, you know, lays there on the couch and he's kind of, you know, kind of trying to live, relive the moment with Mary Jane there a little while back. And then he hears this bald guy, you know, which he thought, Oh shit, Brian Douglas, Brian Douglas is out there harassing me. But no, it's really the vulture in a bird suit. Yeah. Me and Michael Keaton. So it's the vulture who does not look like Michael Keaton at this point in time. <laughs> so anyway, the vulture is talking him to come outside, come outside, fight me, fight me, you know. And so, you know, so Spider-Man, you know, uh, goes outside and fights the vulture and jumps on his back and says, ah, oh, I'm in control now. And the vulture says, no, you're not. I'm going to fly right into this wall. And so Spider-Man jumps off him and the vulture hits the wall and disintegrates. Spider-Man goes, wow, that's, that's really weird. And I never seen this, never saw him do that before. But then the Sandman shows up and then the Sandman, you know, starts kicking his ass or whatever. And then Spider-Man jumps on a big water tower and kicks over the water tower and causes all this water to fall off and thinking, well, you know, he'll be, you know, he'll be a limp noodle after all this water, you know, which actually was kind of the way I was after Mary Jane left my apartment. But, uh, and so, so anyway, so he expects to see he expects to see the Sandman, you know, like little pieces of sand or what. Says, wow. no, nothing's there, nothing's there. Holy shit, what is this? But then all of a sudden, the Kingpin shows up, and then Spider Man says, "You know, this is becoming very familiar. This is a, a lot like issue number one hundred. He said, "You know, when all these like enemies of mine started coming out of the woodwork, I said, "Boy, I hope this ain't a dream." And I wake up and I got four extra arms again because, man, that really kicked ass. Or really, actually, that sucked ass. And it would have sucked even more ass if I'd had to keep them because, in an alternate universe where Morbius got eaten by sharks, <laughs> I had to keep them. But uh, anyway, so he fights the kingpin. He kicks the kingpin's ass, and you know, kingpin disappears again. And it's like, oh man, I, you know, Spider-Man's I'm, man, I'm worn out. I don't know what to do. All these guys keep showing up. And then a big giant spider robot shows up. And it's Spencer Smythe. And he says, aha, I'm not a faker. You know, uh, I'm the real deal. And I created all those fake villains to wear you down so that you're going to be tired. And I'm just going to beat the shit out of you. Anyway, so and so so he zaps Spider-Man with a, a, a tentacle, you know, a, a metal tentacle. And Spider-Man's being squeezed. Oh, I'm dying. I'm going to die. I'm going to pass out. And then he thinks about, oh, what poor old Aunt May going to do? And then, then his last thoughts are of Mary Jane. Which is and a great-looking panel. Look at her red hair just all over. And then it becomes clear to him, I'm only thinking about Mary Jane. If I was the clone and I had been hanging out with Professor Warren, you know, because Professor Warren had, you know, he had something for Gwen, you know, I, you know, he was obsessed with Gwen. I would be thinking if I were the clone boy, I'd like to bang Gwen, but I also want to bang Mary Jane. However, but I'm only thinking about banging Mary Jane. Therefore, I'm the real Spider-Man. <laughs> 
Oh God. God. So, so anyway, this um <laughs> When he puts it that way, it sounds a lot more gross than it actually is. <laughs> so you, that gives the, him the YouTubers are just enthralled with this. They aren't even they haven't been talking for like three minutes. They're just listening to the romance novel as told by J.R. Fencher. <laughs> it's not a romance novel, it's a it's a dear penthouse letter. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, oh, so, now, you know, so so Spider-Man now you know gets gets it back up in more ways than one, and he oh, busts the, the 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 metal tentacle, and he goes and he beats the shit out of Spencer Smythe, and so you know this gives him you know he gets in he's he's come back now from from you know the 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 gloom and doom he was in. He goes back to Connor's lab and he grabs the report. And this is very important, boys and girls, because he decides not to read it. Yeah. Because he was wondering whether or not he was a clone, but he disperses it to the wind, saying, I already have my answer. Not really. No, he he really didn't. have read it. It would have saved him a lot of grief later on. About 20 years later, it would have. You know what I mean? It would have saved us all a lot of grief. (laughs) But anyway, and so. Because this time, Spider-Man thought with his penis rather than his brains, the day is saved. And Brad just keeps shaking his head at disgust. I mean, that's what this whole issue is about. This whole issue is about, you know, the the, the night after, you know. (laughs) As unfortunate as as this issue is because it deals with clone stuff. um, This is one of the books I've pointed to later to, to point out about how. Every time Marvel's always said, you know, oh, the marriage was bullshit. It came out of nowhere. Where it was editorially forced and everything else. That, that was total bullshit. You had stuff like this that was establishing it like a decade before it even happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 150. Okay. That wasn't the best thing about this issue, though. Oh. The best thing about this issue is because I'm going to the original issue. I'm not looking at some kind of, you know, computer-generated digital nonsense that Brad's looking at. You know, <laughs> It's Marvel Unlimited, sir. But does it have the ads? It does not have the ads. Let me see. Well, we then you're missing this. And the Hostess Fruit Pie ad, the Incredible <laughs> Hulk, wow. and the Twins of Evil. Oh, the okay, twins now. of evil. Okay. The twins of evil. So anyway, so it starts out with the Hulk and the Abomination fighting. And the, the Abomination says, alone, I can fight you to a standstill. But then Wendigo joins. Together, we can rend you helpless. So then they, you know, Hulk only want to fight fair. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so they kick Hulk's ass and he's laying there on the ground. <sighs> you know, <laughs> and then these two kids show up. Keep away. Hulk no like people. And, uh. You know the the and the little, little one of these little kids says it's okay, Hulk. We'll help you. Uh, you got to have some. <laughs> That's how the children in your head space sound, <laughs> like little monsters. Well, you know, <laughs> well, they, I'm <laughs> Trust me, they are little monsters. You'll find that out, Zach. You know, you just uh, right now. Oh, yeah. Right now, they're still in the cute, adorable, you know, shitting profusely stage. But then, you know, they'll be. We're potty training right now. Yeah. So anyway. The other kid says, you've got to eat something, Hulk. Here, have a hostess fruit pie. You know? <laughs> you'll, and the other kid says, you'll like the real fruit filling. And then it goes back to the first kid. And how about that light, flaky crust? You know, and it's the light, flaky crust that does it because Hulk happy now. Hulk <laughs> thanks boys. <laughs> Hulk likes boys. Boys, boys, come back for more with more pies. Oh my anyway, this is they are after dark, Douglas. So anyway, so anyway the, the, speaking you know, speaking of the uh, the hostess thing, Douglas. Yeah, uh, I talked to uh, our resident hostess ad uh, expert, uh, oh, Mark Alford. Uh huh. And uh, I'm doing the Kirby thing again. Um, and uh, I feel you. Yes, I, I think on one of the upcoming uh, uh, Friday night fights, uh, we're going to bring him on and do like a top five hostess fights. That'd be great. That'd be great. Break those down for that. People. That would be sweet, like a hostess. God, God I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm sorry. It would be. Where's the clothes? Okay, so let's go from that uh, sexcapades. JR. Oh Jesus! To um, Spidey Super Stories. Well, actually, let's, <laughs> let's we'll do a reference here. We'll do a reference here to Marvel Team Up Number Thirty Nine. Oh, you want to do? Okay. Um, or also, because that, that, look at JR. 
because <laughs> that's the story that was also published this month, but we've already talked about. Yeah, you see, basically what happened was in, uh, let's see here, in uh, December 2011, okay, uh, Brad said, Jarrah, you know, pick a month or whatever. So I picked December uh, 1975, and okay. this was podcast 161, boys and girls, go look it up. <laughs> uh, and it was uh, Marvel Team Up number 40, which was actually part two of this particular tale where Spider-Man teamed up with first the Human Torch and then the Sons of the Serpent. Okay, and we I did the whole I real I did the whole story back then actually both parts it was the uh, where the uh, son and daughter of the big man and crime master came back and everybody thought oh they're back from the dead but no they really weren't and it was Bill Mantlo's uh, attempt as a white as a white guy to write for black people and it wasn't particularly successful I remember that episode yeah, yeah. and we had such a good time with that episode. I really didn't want to revisit that ground. I mean, we kind of yeah. pretty well had a, had a good time with so that they can, one. They can look that up on that episode. And see, that's that's the point. See, this serves as an ad. You watch this, <laughs> and then for those of you who you know need to go back into the, our own personal back issue bin, podcast yeah. number 161. All right. There okay. you go. Anyway, so now let's go to the next we're going one. to uh, Spidey Super Stories number we're doing 14. We're now. Yeah, we've been around so long. Spidey Super Stories number 14. Uh, yes. Was yes. Shanna the She-Devil on the cover? No, 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 no. This, this is, uh, she's not a She-Devil. This is Shanna the Jungle Queen. Oh, the, yes, my bad. Okay, go ahead. Okay, yes, yes. This, like is, the, this is the Jungle Queen. Spidey Super Stories. Uh, because, you know, because you got no ads with this. It had to, it cost you 35 and cents. And big, uh, easy to read print. Yeah, well, easy reader, man. Which particularly for us, us old people with, with bad eyes, uh, I'm starting to read these again. But anyway, uh, but, for, but first what we get here, we get the, we first we get the origin story of Shauna, Shanna or whatever. Yeah. So basically what she was, was she was a vet. And it says Dr. Shannon O'Hara was a vet. And then it explains an animal doctor because Spidey Super Stories was written down toward was geared toward people who attended the Missouri public school system. Oh, uh, have they, have they collected those in trade paperback for readers like Zach yet? <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. I oh, think probably because of the licensing there. issues, I don't think they've ever been seen since their original publication. I think uh, they, I think they had a trade maybe in the nineties, but it's pretty rare. No, they, they, they actually, I thought they did a, a recent trade, Spidey Superstore. Really? No. Yeah. But uh, I, I know uh, in the original Clone Saga trade, they did include um, giant, giant size Spider Man and Man Thing, number five. Had the Gwen clone in it, that's why. So anyway, the people who attended public Missouri school public school system, where they later grow up to vote for dead people, uh, and, and, uh, and college professors. And then, and then they have college professors who scream at journalists for invading students' safe spaces. That happened in Man, Missouri. And you too. read up on Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so much I read up on Missouri, but it just shows up in the news feed all the time. Yeah, because that's, that's, the, that, that was like reported no, widely in the Missouri, Missouri and Florida. Your alma mater went into free fall there. I know, I know. I'm even wearing a shirt, too. Yep. Anyway. So as this explains the origin here, she learned to walk and talk with the animals like in a Dr. Doolittle song. And then as a result, she promised to protect her animal friends and became known as Shanna, the jungle queen. So essentially what she does is she goes from a fully clothed veterinarian and she decides, well, I'm in Africa. All right. And what I'm going to do, I'm a blonde white girl. Okay. So in Africa, I'm not going to wear any protective clothing. I'm not going to wear any sunscreen. I'm just going to get this uh, bikini leopard spotted onesie. I'm not going to wear any kind of protective shoes. I'm just going to run around barefoot with all kinds of poisonous indigenous creatures, spiky plants, things of that nature. These events, she clearly had to kill a creature for her <laughs> for her suit. Exactly, exactly. I mean, probably see this. She probably euthanized this poor thing right here and then skinned him. So... Are you talking about the Amazon rainforest or Africa? Because I think you're getting your your your, your streams confused. Now this is this is Africa. Okay. You know, don't you hear the rains? You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, that's pretty good. That's, that's the song for this podcast, Douglas. Mm-hmm. So actually, there's three stories. See, with Spidey Super Stories, you don't get just one story. You get three stories. Good. Our first story. By, by though, the way, they phoned in the Spider-Man on the cover. That, that was just a cut and paste or whatever. That's a bad looking Spidey on the cover. That that well, was I, like a corner box that they enlarged. But you 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 were looking at Spidey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I guess that says a lot about you. You were looking and and in your main car, Douglas. <laughs> Here it is, George. Here it is. Uh, <laughs> Kirby esque. Uh, uh, and and you honestly, George, you thought that Brad had a man card to begin with. Here it is. Here it is. Uh, so anyway, so anyway, this is this is the no, this is my show. Okay. Anyway, uh, I'm so, so the first. Oh, the, the, is it here? Let me play ooh. the world's tiniest violin for you, jackass. As, as, as somebody, as somebody who took someone else's show over one time. Here, well, do you hear that? Do you, do you hear that? The sound of the, of the world's tiniest there violin. There was a lull in the action, George. You, you went into a. You went into a lull, and nature abhors a vacuum. It's, it's playing and a so song had called "Ghost Break the Hell's Vacuum." Bastard. <laughs> at, at least you two have shows. I just show up. <laughs> Basically, that's yeah. And, Zach's, and, Zach's and the no one, I, I don't no get the privilege of having you. a show. Uh, you got so. Clone Saga Chronicles. There you go. Anyway, the first of three stories not is on called, this network of podcasts. The I've first of three stories is called Haunting Season, where Spider-Man encounters recurring electric company character J. Arthur Crank. Okay, <laughs> so he's hollering for Spidey's help because he thinks there's this haunted house where this vampire lives. And Spider-Man says, I don't have your t- time for your senile delusions and because he pulls a wanted poster out of his pants. Spider-Man okay. pulls a wanted poster out of his pants? Well, he has to because you see, in the previous panels, you don't see any wanted poster, do you? <laughs> okay, and then all of a sudden, he pulls out a wanted poster. What, what, if, he had it, what if he had it tucked under his shirt? Why does it have to be inside his? Never mind. That, the question answers itself. <laughs> so anyway, so he pulls this wanted poster out of his pants, and he says, "I don't have time for you, you senile old fool. I'm." Looking for the mad thinker. See, because the mad thinker wrote on the back of this wanted poster, beware, my robot army will take over the city. I I don't think anywhere on the internet this issue has ever been reviewed. (laughs) So... Anyway, so Spider-Man Spider-Man swings off. J. Arthur Crank goes into the house and he gets trapped. So, but you know, so as Spider-Man is swinging around the city, all of a sudden he sees a vampire. Okay, who would look like? Who would look like Morgan Freeman if the art were better? (laughs) Real real quick, who wrote this Spidey Super Stories? Hornacek wants to know. Who's the Uh, author of this this tale? uh, Gene Thomas. And and penciled by well, it was penciled by Winslow Mortimer, whose name I would make fun of because but somebody took me to task a long time ago for making fun of Winslow Mortimer's name uh, and besmirching his legacy. So I won't do that again. Okay. But the the art director was John Romita, so he must have been a sleeping switch. Anyway, because he wasn't directing. Anyway, but (laughs) Spidey notices this vampire has a little wind up thing in his back. <laughs> so, yeah, there's something fishy here, and he walks into the house. <laughs> and Spider-Man says, "Wait a minute! Not only is it a wind-up thing and it's sticking out of his back, but vampires don't come out in the day. It must be a robot. Well, who makes such real-life robots? Okay, so as you notice, no wanted poster. Okay, then next panel, wanted poster. Right? So pulls it out of his pants again. Pulls out of his pants, you know, and." <laughs> It's the mad thinker. He said, well, only the his mad third web shooter was protecting the one I posted. So, oh so the mad thinker has to be in the house. Well, Spider-Man goes into the house and the real vampire answers the door. Who would look like Morgan Freeman if the art were better. So <laughs> anyway, so the great leap of logic. <laughs> Wait, hold, 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 hold the art back up. Show us the vampire. Again. Yeah, let, Let's see the vampire, JR. Uh, let's see here. All right. Can you see it? Oh, yeah, I guess that could pass so Morgan Freeman. So basically what you're saying is it's Blackula. <laughs> you said that. I didn't. Vampire, va- vampires, I don't see Which color. is cool because the guy that did the, that what that played Blackula. Did it the was voice, Morgan Freeman. Did the, did the voice of Juggernaut. 
in uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Oh, so wow. it ties, it comes back around. Wow. Mm. Wow. Everything comes back around to Spider-Man and his amazing friends. That's frightening. So, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but, you know, I, 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 I tell you, Spidey, Spidey dude has, Spidey dude has, has kind of shown his true colors here. No pun intended. Um, oh, wow. Because oh, he I, saw, he, 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 he saw a, Black vampire. Because I'm referencing a black exploitation yes. film from the no. 70s in a comic in the 70s. I don't. See, I don't. I, you know, when I see vampires, or actually when I don't see vampires, because they don't show up in a mirror. Um, anyway, that's not. That's, <laughs> Moving on. The vampire J. Arthur Crank and Spider Man all go looking for the mad thinker. They find the mad thinker and they <laughs> capture him. And that's the end of that story. Okay? Hot dog. And then he put okay. it back in his pants. Yeah. Yep. Well, anyway, then we have, since we have no ads in Spidey Super Stories, we have a one-shot poster. Peter Parker packs a peck of trouble. Okay. Now, Peter is packing his Spider-Man suit away, and Aunt May is saying, are you ready for school, dear? Peter says, yes, Aunt May, I'm ready for anything. But see, that's not what I want the boys and girls to pay attention. You, you, You can't see it here but peter has three photos on his desk all right the okay. middle one is clearly meant to be gwen stacy okay she, she's got blonde hair and she's got the gwen stacy headband the second one is a little more disturbing because that's easy reader you know <laughs> morgan freeman now, yeah which is morgan freeman again now why peter has easy a picture of easy reader is a little frightening but not nearly as frightening as a third picture which is clearly him and aunt may at the beach And Peter Peter is shirtless. And Aunt May is in what? Like a swimsuit? Well, she's kind of in an old person swimsuit. but So it's like, so he's got a picture of Gwen, which makes sense. Easy reader. And then him and Aunt May at the beach. Look at some sort of harness they have to lower them into on a wench or something. What does that even mean? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Hornacek says that's from the Trouble miniseries. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. Or in a sec for the win there. Right. Michael, it's Michael Reed, the Oedipus Complex. Oh, God. Uh, God. Oh. All, All right. right. Let's, let's move on. on. Oh, let's move on. God. Oh, God. Let's move on. Uh, okay. Anyway, the next story is The Birthday Bandit. Okay. Now, these middle stories in Spidey Super Stories were actually ba- uh, representations of the actual episodes that appeared on the Electric Company. Brian C. says this podcast should be called 50 Shades of Spider-Man. <laughs> 50 Shades oh, of Spider-Man. No. <laughs> now, so anyway, so the birthday bandit, Spider-Man faced the birthday bandit on the electric company. As you know, these episodes, Spider-Man didn't talk. You, He just, he had word balloons and you had to read his word balloons because that helped people like you, you people learn how to read. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you people being Me, Brad Douglas. No, no, well, it's clear. Not you. Uh, there's more than one with you. He said all three of us here. So, oh, it, I, so I, I wasn't around. I, I, the no, 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 stop. I, he didn't mean me. Sorry, <laughs> he no. didn't mean me either. <laughs> he didn't. He definitely didn't. No, mean. He, he absolutely meant you. <laughs> anyway, we got to go back to the birthday bandit and poor Dicky. Uh, because poor Dicky, oh. Dicky Landon, poor Dicky Landon, because the birthday bandit breaks in the of house. The guy's name is Dicky. <laughs> it is. It is because here's a birthday cake. Oh God! Happy <laughs> birthday, Dicky. <laughs> so basically, the birthday. <laughs> I'm not lying. It says it. I'm, I'm like you know, George, We're not, George would normally say I'm making shit up, but no, this is true. Happy birthday, Dicky. Okay, <laughs> so. So the birthday bandit steals Dickie's birthday cake and party hats and party favors and the birthday cake and whatever. And he runs out and oh. you know, it's like throwing a mom, gas can into a furnace. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, mom and dad, you know, Oh my God, who could, who could do such a horrible thing? Well, it's the birthday bandit. Well, so Spider-Man, where is Spider-Man at ask? Well, Spider-Man, it's his day off. He's reading a book and he's listening to the radio. And then it's, here's, here's the late news from station CTW. A mystery bandit stole little Dickie Landon's birthday. Every present party and favor. <laughs> it's breaking news. There's absolutely no news that happened that day. Little Dickie got they his birthday cake. <laughs> They have to do a breaking bulletin about this just in. Somebody somebody got their birthday cake stolen. 
more at 11. So, but anyway, the story, the story, we'll do a live shot later. the story ends with when the birthday bandit tries to steal J. Jonah Jameson's birthday cake. And, you know, well, anyway, Spider-Man winds up in the cake for some strange reason. And he hops out of the cake, like at a, like a, like a well, the, well, the, the birthday bandit, the birthday bandit, thinks that Spider-Man's hiding in it, so he crushes the birthday cake. And <laughs> But Spider-Man is actually not in the birthday cake. He's behind him. But J. Jonah Jameson, seeing that Spider-Man has destroyed it, or the, 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 they, the birthday man and he have destroyed the cake, throws birthday cake at Spider-Man. We, and, we should just not do amazing anymore. Let's just do all Spidey super stories. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> this okay. is the worst. There many of them, though. Spider-Man, here's, a, here's some thing in your eyes. Super That's five years worth of shows. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this, this is the story now that you you've been waiting for. Is um, I have. Yeah, yeah. The next story is uh, you know le- once one uh, one piece bikini Shauna. Um, um, this is the trapper. Okay, now <laughs> this start this story starts out when Peter Parker enters a city science contest, and he receives the grand prize. <clears throat> Now, the the grand prize is he wins a trip to Africa to hear a world-famous animal expert, Dr. Shanna O'Hara, will talk about saving animal life. And Peter, wiping the tears from his eyes, says, too good to be true. She's wearing a leopard print, dude. But do the math. This woman's lying to you. <laughs> so anyway, so Peter goes to Africa because he wants to hear this woman talk. Okay, oh. <laughs> he, he's anyway, hoping for a seminar to get a, to get some more bikini. Okay. So anyway, so she you know she goes to her hospital. She brings out this leopard who she's going to skin later, you know. And she brings out all these little all these little sick animals, and then she shows she says at my hospital uh, we nurse these animals back to health and set them free again. Now, as you notice in this picture, this is the most bizarre history ever. In this little cage, there is an antelope. Oh my God! Hold on, Jr. You're bending your book. It's not being meant anymore. Well, there you go. Well, I kind of rubbed off part of it where Shannon was anyway. So, you know, it's it's not. Oh my God! Well, it wasn't meant to begin with. It hasn't been meant since I was thirteen years old. It was well used. Oh, why did I put my headset back on just for that? I have seen oh, 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 This is so <laughs> unclean. <laughs> so I'm having like a face hugger on my face right now. Oh, <laughs> so back to the okay, where we have we have an antelope laying in some hay, and we have an alligator with him. Now, as you know, alligators and antelopes like to frolic together. You know, <laughs> and alligators. Especially like to frolic in hay. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not making shit up. There he is. He's like in hay. You know, it's where the alligator and the antelope play in the hay. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, so uh, Sean, I, I just can't. I can't even right now. Oh. So, Shauna, she's going to show off her white elephant, but he, <laughs> but it's not, but it's not there. Okay, so she skins the leopard and Are changes. You guys the reading door. the YouTube comments? Oh my gosh! Oh, I got to let's see. What I'd like to apologize to our Patreon members. Oh god! If you visit Jr's home, never touch. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty damn right about that, Hornetsack. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I would cut your arm hand off anyway. Uh, ooh, rubbed one on the little dick. No, 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 that's just that's just sad. Oh my god, Clover hey, hey, said, hey, Alligators do not live in Africa. Yeah, all right. Africa's got got uh, uh, who brought who brought reality fighting <laughs> super stories? That's Hornacek, super fan. Oh. You know, by, by the way, you know what? What is he doing? Is he just like, spending time on Google instead of reviewing the funny moments and in, in uh, Spider-Man po- podcast? He's doing God's work by pro- by po- pointing out your bullshit. 
It's not, well, it's not even his bullshit. It's I his think lawyer's it's, bullshit. I think it's, 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 it's not mine. I'm not making any of this I up. I think it's absolutely hysterical. The longer this spider history goes on with super stories, the more viewers we got. It just went up like three <laughs> viewers since JR's talking about antelope and alligators. Yes, <laughs> listeners, by all means, please tune in more to spider history. And by, and by spider history, I mean JR's tales of erotic self-discovery. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I tell you, JR just killed me. I tell you, when, just me. when you get to my age and you've had your children, you know, you start oh. discover, rediscovering a lot of things. Oh, uh, my dear God. Okay. Did, I, but I, did I just tell you that I got one out of the house already? So, anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, that, so, poor, so, that poor girl. So, actually, oh. that lucky girl, she's out of the house. Um, <laughs> But uh, anyway, so Shanna skins the leopard and uh, puts on, <laughs> puts her bikini on, and then oh. Peter says, "Well, I got to follow that action." So he changes to Spider Man. Oh my I can't god! Even. So I can't anyway, even. so so anyways, but then they they then they encounter each other, and Sean Shanna, as Spidey swinging by, she grabs him in the midsection here, as you can see. Oh, that's an that's an inappropriate touching, clearly. She, yeah, yeah. So he should probably sue her you know i mean or at least or at least he should report her to the advocate oh, wait a minute no that's the wrong one that's different story. um <laughs> that's the advocate that that's that's a that's a that's a okay that's a uh, reference to the current kevin spacey thing but anyway so if you watch oh. news if you guys watch news instead of cartoons like spider-man and his amazing friends oh. you would get these references but anyway well, now, now that Brad's no longer the uh, the, the newsman, he's just training the next generation of them. You know, he's, wow. that's terrifying. Yeah. Okay. Now, let's see here. Shanna oh, yeah. skins the leopard, if you know what I mean. I hear the screams <laughs> down in Africa. Says Chlorophyll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so so Spider Man. So Shanna's after she's done groping Spider Man, which she obviously clearly is here. Uh, she says, "What are you doing here? I know what I'm doing here, but what are you doing here?" And uh, Spider Man says, "Well, <laughs> I just got what I came for." Uh, but uh, anyway, oh dear God. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, but he says, well, oh, actually, I want to help you find your white elephant. And uh, this Shanna is so says, off the rails. Shanna <laughs> says, <laughs> Shanna like, says you, you help me in the jungle. He sa- she says, it wouldn't be safe. But Sp- Spider-Man says, but I've been here before with Jennifer of the jungle and Paul the gorilla. And it refers back to Spidey Super Stories number two. So we actually have continuity in Spidey Super Stories. And if you remember, Jennifer the- talked about ever again after this. Do you remember if you watched your electric company back in the 70s? You remember Jennifer of the Jungle and Paul the Gorilla, okay? I believe it at that. Yeah. I remember. I don't remember Jennifer of the Jungle. Was that Rita Moreno? No, it was. No, no it was. If that was, that could be that could potentially be pretty hot. Yeah. Oh my god. No, it it was it wasn't Rita. Um I'm trying to think if she had a recurring character on there, but I don't remember. On the Mudger Company? She yes, she was the hell she's the one that says, Hey, you guys in the opening credits. I thought that was uh, somebody, uh, somebody of a different ethnicity. But anyway, hey, you um, guys. No, anyway. not that, not that way. God. Okay. She and anyway, Spider-Man and Shanna capture the trapper and um, find the white elephant, and uh, then this Peter falls nice. asleep during Shanna's class, and the white elephant squirts him. So anyway, it. I, I, I'm not making this up. Look. White elephant, white elephant, squirt. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> out of the trunk. Okay. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Okay, and uh, anyway, but of course we can't leave an episode of Spidey Super Stories without Spidey says, "Stop me if you've heard this one." Oh, we got where, jerks. Where, where Spider Man rides a goat into a farm. Okay, <laughs> and he says. You guys got your thinking caps on. He's, you know, talking to these two hillbillies here. This farm's in Missouri. Um, anyway, <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> why is it hard to talk with a billy goat around? Oh, no. Ha-ha, because he's always butting in. And the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the uh, billy goat is definitely, as you can see, the billy goat is definitely going in at Spidey from the rear. Oh, my so, gosh. Oh. So, 
Spidey wow. Super Stories, actually, you know, when you think about it, it was educational, but not in the way that it was probably intended. It was uh, uh, educational in actually a very, very different way. <sighs> ah, Shauna. Anyway, what next? That, that oh, was that. I know. No, 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 no. Oh, you've got, you've got a treasury? <laughs> I've got it after and after all of that. Yeah. I'm bringing out the big one. Oh, excuse right? me? Because <laughs> there wasn't that, an annual? Is that what you said? You yeah, there wasn't an annual. There wasn't an okay. annual. And by the big one, I was not talking about the 12-inch Scarlet Spider. Anyway, there wasn't an annual. Brad, See, Brad has this thing now lately. He says, well, mm-hmm. when you do a spider <clears throat> history and there's an annual that year, I want you to do an annual, too, which is why, folks, you've got that dreadful show with Atlantis Attacks. Yeah. Brad said he wanted to do the annuals. <clears throat> well, we've, so we've the never first... done the annuals, so I wanted to eventually review them. Yes, and, yeah. and we reviewed Atlantis Attacks. Yeah, so we it's, fortunate, it's fortunate that we have JR around, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, number one, because of his advanced age. But number two, um, because otherwise <laughs> folks today might not have a frame of reference for what uh, John Biner's act was like live in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just met Jr. Spit. Is that, is that the first spit take? Uh, now, see, that's pretty pathetic because I remember watching John Biner. Uh, anyway. Not to be confused with John Byrne. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, definitely not. Uh, okay. uh, I was about to say current events were played anyway. Um, so anyway, actually, 1975. This. Oh yeah. Now, as you remember, now, of course, I don't know when the, those Friday Night Fight episodes are going to air, but uh, we spend, it's funny because the, the first one was uh, uh, the Treasury edition with Spider-Man and Superman, which we had the, the famous Michael Bailey guest star. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there also, this was not the first Spider-Man Treasury edition, uh, but it was the second one, and it came out in 1975. And what this was, was a, it reprinted uh, three stories. And the first one actually was Amazing Spider-Man Annual Number One, the yeah. first meeting of the Sinister Six, and, and just blown up on the big paper, <laughs> blown up good. Um, yeah. Oh dear God! But uh, uh, the th- you know for you know like, this is 1975, and you know for a 12 year old kid in Southern Indiana with no access, you know we had no internet in those days, kids. In fact, I don't even think we had cars. But anyway, uh, <laughs> particularly not in Southern Indiana. So I mean, no comic shops or anything like that. So like this was like my first opportunity, one of my first opportunities to actually see classic Spider Man, classic Lee Ditko, and it was uh, it was uh, the sp- annual number one, which you know is the first meeting uh, or the first uh, grouping of the Sinister Six. But what is really particularly special about this issue is when Spider the whole thing is Spider-Man, he loses his powers uh, due to some psychosomatic thing, which was kind of touched on in Spider-Man 2, the Tobey Maguire after Molina movie. But anyway, so Spider-Man gets his powers back, and every time he fight and he fights the Sinister Six one-on-one, well, every time he meets one of these guys, it gets like a full page yeah. panel it's pretty now i mean that was the way it was in the original comic but in the blown up for the treasury edition so you get about five nicer five or nice fairly nice almost poster sized fight scenes yeah so you know then the the second story is uh the first uh lizard reprinting amazing Three. spider-man number six. Oh, six, yeah Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see what the third one was. Oh, actually, here's a then here's a, a nice two page spread with Spider Man supporting cast at that time. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, How much is that treasury? Two bucks. <clears throat> well, no, actually, you got a bargain on it. Yeah, it was only it was only a dollar fifty. <clears throat> that buck and a half. Okay, probably because it was reprints, unlike oh. uh, the. Well, Superman, Superman and Spider-Man came out or, uh, the following year. Um, yeah. So, and then the third story was the Molten Man Regrets. So, oh. But I, you know, this was. Uh, I was supposed to say, where, I'm where to did you pick that up? Do you pick it up? Where did you pick I that think, up? I think I think my mother ordered it as a Christmas present. Oh, neat. I think she ordered it as a Christmas present. But cool. uh, anyway, it was. Um, I mean, there's the front. And there's the back, but nice. uh, it was uh, that, that was a pretty snazzy gift for a uh, 12 year old Spider Man yeah. fan back in the day. So, 
So the question that we always pose to you, JR, was this a good month, November 75? Well, let's see. Depends on your perspective. Yeah. Uh, is, if is, your is this where you're going to bring me in? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll try to bring you in in a non-pathetic sort of way. Uh, but, <laughs> Can't be right. done. If, 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 if you're thinking about, well, is this a, was this a classic month with a classic story? Uh, yes, yes, because one – it's uh, obviously it was like the the epilogue to the original clone saga and uh probably it was the issue where peter realized that he loved it was mary jane that he loved mm-hmm. uh now he kissed her earlier like in issue 143 that was like their first big kiss but in this issue he realizes that mary jane watson is the woman that he loves yeah. uh which uh, you know which you know like like george george says much more articulately than i do uh you know folks this didn't happen right away mm-hmm. they were friends and lovers for a long time they'd broken up but you know but at, and the, the thing is mary jane had been in the titles for like i think about 30 years 25 or so issues a couple of years before she had come back before the proposal she was his best friend Mm-hmm. She was his best friend during that time. She, had a key she to was. Apartment. She was. Yep. She had a key to his apartment. She was the one that he told everything to because she knew he was Spider Man. And literally one day it just hit him. You know, it's like because she, you know Felicia had dumped him. He had a fling with Felicia, and she and she, you know Felicia ran out on him. And Mary Jane was in there and you know said some nice words or whatever, and she left. And Peter sitting there and thinking, what the hell am I doing? You know mm-hmm. and. He ran and got, I mean, so, you know, he, he realized that, you know, he, you know, this was his best friend. So he was going to marry his best friend. I don't see what was so rushed about that. Do you, George? There wasn't anything rushed about it. it exactly. It, uh, it's just bullshit. Marvel throws out, you know, like, like when Marvel says, uh, Mary Jane made the deal. Quesada loves to say that. Dan Buckley loved to say that it's bullshit. Yeah. But, but uh, anyway, if, back- if you actually read the, the bullshit story they wrote. It's 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 evident just by reading it, but they continually smear her with this lie. Yeah. But now, so from a so really that's a classic issue from a from a good standpoint. From a bad standpoint, if you're a Saga fan, <laughs> this, this was the issue. This was the issue that Marvel tried to tell us twenty years later was the turning point, which was where you know the first issue where we were reading the adventures of Clone Peter Parker. Yeah. So. Yeah. All, All right, right so, we will be yeah. back next month with Spider History oh, for December. Yes, and uh, there, actually, there's another book from 1975 I could have brought up, but since it's related to Christmas, and next month is our wink, Christmas, wink. our Christmas <laughs> show, we'll discuss it then. All right, cool.